This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, hour number two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, <clears throat> I know I spent a significant amount of time, I think two full segments on this, oh, a few weeks ago, the whole Trump civil case in New York City, New York State, what I should say, I'm going on in New York, but New York State. And number one, Anyone, I I keep saying this and I mean this, anyone that owns any kind of commercial property should be concerned with the outcome of what happened on Friday. The handing down of a ruling, I can't say sentence because civil court, that's not what it is. It's a ruling. Judgment is more of what it is, but it's nonsense. Like Trump or not, even those of you that are on the left, There is no way on God's green earth you can defend what happened in New York. I challenge any single individual on the left to tell me how that verdict is correct. With this note added, you must own commercial property and understand everything that went on with Trump in this case to call in from the left and defend it. That's the caveat. If you don't have that in your wheelhouse, do not call me. Because frankly, you have no idea what you're talking about if you don't. I'm going to say that again. If you're somebody from the left and you want to call in and defend what this judge did in the state of New York when it comes to Trump, be my guest with one caveat. You must own commercial property with a mortgage on it, by the way. I'm going to add one more to it. So you must own commercial property that has a mortgage on it, then call in and defend what the judge in New York did. If you don't have that, you are unqualified to defend the judge. Period. You can text me all you want to defend it. I'll ask that same question. And again, people can call in and text me and be untruthful and say, oh, yeah, I own commercial property. I know how this works. Well, typically, by the way, within a few discussions back and forth, I can pretty much tell whether you do or don't, just as a side note. Because I do and I know how that system works. And I'm making that caveat because unless you've been through this and you know what goes on, you have no way to defend what this judge did. So I'm going to throw that out for anyone, any place, any time, 
whether I don't care what side of the press they're on, right, left, middle, if they're siding with this judge, they have no idea how the process works. There is not. There's a lot of things Donald Trump and I disagree on. I call him out on things constantly, and some of you are very upset with me when I do. So I am not a always Trumper. I love the man. He did a great job for us as a country. He's going to be our nominee again this time around. I will fully support him. But he did, does he make mistakes? Absolutely. He's made many a mistake in his life, just like all of us have. The one thing I will tell you, though, that I will stand up for him all day long on is this particular case in New York. It is a witch hunt kangaroo court. The judgment that came down is a bunch of hooey. There's no validity to it whatsoever. Donald Trump did nothing wrong, nothing different than anyone else in that situation does, including all of his friends that are on the left. The George Soroses on down the line, by the way. Not one single individual has ever done that differently than what Donald Trump did. None. So again, if you want to call in and defend the judge, be my guest. You have to own commercial property, and it has have had to have had a loan on it, a mortgage on it, to defend it. Because once again, if you haven't, you have no idea what goes on. And you can't, you can't legitimately defend something you know nothing about. It's sort of like armchair quarterbacks that like to dissect the, dissect the game Monday morning that have never thrown a football. And there's a lot of sports folks out there, by the way, that do that. And, you know, whatever, more power to them. And that's maybe not the exact comparison because dissecting a game and what somebody did right, wrong, or otherwise, you don't necessarily have to play football to do so. In this case, do you necessarily have to own a commercial property to dissect what's going on? Um, This is a little different because you don't understand the inner workings of it, and it's not publicized enough like football is where you get to watch it every, what, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, depending upon what part of the country that you live in. Some cases even more than that if you're into high school sports. The reality is it's not as dissectable as football because it's not front and center for everyone. This Donald Trump topic is really a behind-the-scenes thing that happens when it comes to commercial property, and there isn't but a few reporters, in my opinion, nationwide, that really understands what goes on in this whole world. Very, very few. It, you know, the only exception would be if they grew up in a real estate family where people owned, you know, their their family owns some different commercial property, real estate, et cetera, and they understood a little bit of the workings of how that goes on. But even then, unless they're in the midst of everything going on with those properties, they still wouldn't have any idea how this works. And somebody just texted me a moment ago that I won't get any takers on this. Um, yeah, I'm sure that's the case because they, um, they don't qualify. This is the problem. Well, let me rephrase this. The issue at hand is I truly believe that the state of New York and the AG knew full well what they were doing that the average person on the street, including a judge, would have no idea how that world works. They could sway the judge in their, on their side to get them to think that Donald Trump somehow committed fraud because of the way they would present the quote-unquote evidence, and they could get somebody on their side to have a con- not a conviction but a ruling like this. 
I firmly believe the AG knew exactly what they were doing, and they could get a ruling against Donald Trump in this manner because of the ignorance in that world, or in the ignorance, the ignorance about that world. Let me say it that way. Because the majority of people, including judges, lawyers, etc., have no idea how that world works. The AG knew they could get a judgment ruling against Donald Trump because of the lack of knowledge in that area. And it's apparent that this judge that gave the ruling is utter clueless when it comes to this. Utterly clueless. Now, will Donald Trump appeal this? He needs to. And as I've said before, and I'll keep saying, this wouldn't matter if it was Donald Trump with this kind of scrutiny or if it was George Soros. I would feel exactly the same way. And yes, they are polar opposites. One despises our country and wants to do everything to tear it down. The other one wants to build it up. There's a vast difference between those two. They are not comparable. And as much as I have an utter disdain, literally for George Soros, utter disdain. Can't stand the man. He, st- he stands for everything this country is against. Even with that said, if he was on trial for what Donald Trump just went through in New York, I'd still be on his side. Those of you on the left, I don't know if you could ever say that about Donald Trump because you have such antagonistic thoughts and hate for Donald Trump. I don't think you could say what I just said. But I'll say it, and I mean it, by the way. I don't care whose name was attached to this particular trial that Donald Trump went through. I would be on their side. And it's ironic, or isn't it ironic, I should say, that it was Donald Trump attached to this. Because, by the way, it wouldn't happen to anybody else. Not another single AG in the entire country would bring a case like this unless it was Donald Trump. That's how much they wanted to rev up the troops, get things going, as Andy and I keep saying, make him the candidate, which they've accomplished. And now this judge gives a ruling, of course, against Donald Trump because he probably didn't have any choice and was told to do so. It will get, I hope, I should say it, it gets appealed, it will. I hope it goes all the way to the Supreme Court and there's a ultimate ruling on this because this is the kind of precedent that's set for every property owner in America. Commercial property owner in America. Could actually be used against you in your own mortgage, by the way. But every single commercial property owner should be watching this like a hawk to see what the ultimate outcome is because if this goes the way this judge has said it should, uh, you that own commercial property, watch out. You You could be accused of fraud as well. See, that's the issue here. Donald Trump's been accused of fraud. He now has a, it was a civil court case that was brought against him. The judge ruled in favor of the state of New York. He's got to pay $300 million in fines because he's, quote, unquote, guilty of the fraud. Even though this isn't a criminal case, because they would never be able to try him criminally on this, by the way. So they take it civilly. They've got a ruling, and it will be appealed. But really, every one of you listening that has any ties to the commercial property world, even those of you that may be driving through listening to me for the first time, you really need to take this to heart because this is a game changer. If this doesn't get overturned, doesn't work its way all the way up, and I hope it doesn't have to go to the Supreme Court, but my gut feeling is it will. 
And this won't be done by the time November comes around, by the way. This is going to take years to finally flush out. And all the while, Donald Trump's spending money on this to defend himself, which is, again, utter nonsense. No other individual on planet Earth would be going through this besides Donald Trump. So I'll leave it at that. I went through this before. If you have any questions on it specifically as to, you know, what actually happened and why it's not fraud, I would be more than happy to answer that. And I doubt seriously if I'll ever have anybody call in to defend the judge because you don't meet the criteria to be able to do so. I'll leave it at that. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. And, Charlie, let me just do this one as a live as well. Hi-Fi Plumbing, they have, right now, through the end of this month, so you got roughly another week or so, week and a half, through the 29th, $100 off your next service. So if you want to call them today, get something scheduled, whatever it might be, just having your system inspected. Maybe you've got some things going on where you're like, man, I just I hear things now that I've never heard before, or I notice some things that look a little corroded, or I notice some leaks happening that I haven't seen before, or I've got a drip, drip, drip coming out of whatever. You name it, if you have a plumbing problem, $100 off right now when you book that next appointment by February the 29th. Don't forget to ask, by the way, about their membership that they have as well. And they would love to have you as their customer, and they'll take great care of you. Uh, I'm one of their customers, and they take great care of me. And no, it's not just because of who I am. It's just how they do business. Call them today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. Dave was with us at 3 o'clock. He's got his same special that he was running in January through February as well. Find Dave today by going to klzradio.com. Owner Dave Bancroft of Veteran Windows and Doors knows you don't buy a car without knowing what motor is inside. So why would you buy windows and doors without knowing their efficiency rating for your area of Colorado? Dave left the corporate world of windows and doors because he knows their salespeople purposely omit crucial information. The giant window and door companies look at you as a number, not a person. Veteran will select the products that will help you, the customer, and be right for your home. They want to educate you before you make the purchase, since these products are meant to protect you and your home from heat and cold. Veteran wants you to know exactly what you are getting and the benefits of the right windows for your home. Don't get pressured into buying windows from some huge company that is simply transactional. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors by going to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. All right, Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. Find out how a reverse mortgage would work for you. And no, they're not what a lot of people claim they are because they really don't understand how they work, kind of like my conversation about Donald Trump's trial. So get to the skinny of things, find out exactly how it would work for you in your exact situation. Bruce Simmons, find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought. If you're properly prepared, KLZ's reverse mortgage expert, Bruce Simmons, can uniquely provide the expertise and advice that you need to eliminate your mortgage payment and do what you've always doubted could be done, give you more cash flow. Of course, you still need to pay your own property taxes and insurance, but eliminating your principal and interest payment will allow you to live a more financially comfortable lifestyle in your retirement. By calling Bruce to help you get this going now, you can move forward before additional rate increases take effect, and he can always help you go back and get more money when interest rates start to ease. Don't assume. Call the expert we trust for real and honest advice about your reverse mortgage. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. 
That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we are back. Eric is with us next. Eric, welcome to Rush to Reason. Hi, Rush, you great American. Thank you, you, sir. Young man, if I was President Trump's lawyers, and I love Trump just like I love Rush Limbaugh, okay? And I'm a black conservative Republican, and it is just so easy. Rush, my theory of fraud, I would go in there point blank, and I would compare Joe Biden is Bernie Madoff. Jill Biden, the wife of Joe Biden, is Ruth Madoff. Mm-hmm. Hunter Biden is the son of Joe Biden. Mark Madoff is the son of Bernie yeah. Madoff. Yeah. So on and so forth. You, you get where yeah, I'm going Yeah, I get where you're this? going. Absolutely. And, and James Biden, you know, is... The brother of right, Joe Biden right. and Peter Madoff. Yeah, yeah. Right, you know right. No, I, mean? I get it. I get it. Case closed, my brother. Because <laughs> Charles Ponzi, I studied him. And I know you know that because you're sharp as a, as a whip. And that's a Ponzi scheme yep. of what the Bidens did yep. and the Madoffs did. Yep. Trump did neither of that. Nope. You're right. I mean, as I said earlier, Eric, uh, I don't know who could call in and actually defend uh, the judge in this particular case and what he actually ruled against Donald Trump, because, as you know, there, it's, it, there's nothing to rule against. It's the biggest bunch of hooey there ever was. And you know what, Rush? It's just, you know, us Republicans, we have the the purse. I don't know if this is going off the, the realm, but I just want... Jim Jordan or somebody, um, Comer, to have that judge or uh, Natisha come before some kind of committee to where they're doing this devious dirt to Mm. Donald J. Trump. Mm -hmm. I mean, the way that he loves us in the country on his side, somebody needs to put a halt on these these nuts. Right. Rush? Agree. Oh, agree. Okay. Eric, I agree. I'll let God you bless. go, but you are spot on. I appreciate it very much. Thank you for your support as well. And yeah, I, I know, I, know I, I get this particular topic especially. And as I've said before, there's things that I will point out that Donald Trump does that aren't correct. I'll also point out the things where I feel like he's being railroaded. In this particular case, he's definitely being railroaded. The only reason he's in court was because it's his name. There's no other person, which for all of you listening, Please hear me when I say this, because this is not a lie. This is a fact. Every single other property, you know, commercial property owner everywhere from a person that, you know, a small business that owns their own building and operates out of it to anybody that owns the the network of buildings that Donald Trump does, every single person in that realm has done exactly what Donald Trump did. There is an there is not an ounce of of fraud there. He didn't defraud a single person, including the people of the state of New York, which is who essentially, you know, went after him and sued him, basically. There's not a single person that was defrauded. Every single bank that loaned money was paid back in full with interest. They made money off of the deal. And as I've said numerous times, you can't get a loan at a bank 
without them going through their own proper channels internally when it comes to how this works. In other words, they won't approve a loan for you unless they go through and do their own due diligence. It doesn't matter what you say. They will verify everything, and that's where some of the debating among lenders comes in as to what is the actual value and what are we going to base this off of. And all of us as owners feel like our value is typically higher than that of what the bank is saying. So what Donald Trump did is not fraud. No one lost any money. No one was injured. No one was maimed. This whole idea that he got some sort of a quote-unquote better rate because of his financial situation that he quote-unquote lied about is a utter bunch of BS. Total BS. It's not true. And even if it were, the bank makes their decision, not the government, the bank makes their decision on what they're going to lend, how they're going to lend, the terms of that particular situation, how much money does that particular borrower have to keep in the bank to make this deal work, how often do they have to supply you know, financial information back to the lien holder, on and on and on we go. There's stipulations, as I stated the last time I talked about this, there's always stipulations In that agreement that you're going to then sign, Donald Trump would, his company would, sign to say, okay, we agree to your terms and we'll make sure we do this from this point forward. In some cases, you have to give the bank monthly statements. In some cases, it's quarterly. Some cases, it's semi-annually. Some cases, it's annually. just depends on the deal you made with that financial institution. And those are some of the negotiating things, by the way, that as a borrower, you can negotiate. And by the way, when you're larger... A larger client like Donald Trump, you typically get a little bit more negotiating power than anybody else does. Why? Because you're that size and you can. So again, where in the world this particular judge gets off ruling in favor of the state against Donald Trump, number one, just shows you the ignorance of this man. I'm sorry, I'm going to tell it like it is. He may know the law, but actually I don't think he does because he's ignorant. He's on a personal political vendetta. He proved his point. He's going to get overturned because there's not a court out there that I can see any way, shape, or form that would agree with this bozo. He's a lefty bozo judge that made it a determination based upon his own belief system and not the facts. Period. He doesn't like Donald Trump, and he was going to prove it. Those of you on the left should be ashamed of yourself that that's exactly the way you did things. If you're proud of what happened, shame on you, by the way. If you're a lefty and you're proud of what happened, shame on you. You're more disgraceful than I thought you were. Anybody that would celebrate what this judge did is scum and doesn't understand the system at all. So with that, we'll be right back. Golden Eagle Financial, speaking of finances, Golden Eagle is up next. And Al would love to help you with all of your future financial what you've got going on, your planning, and so on. Give him a call today, 303-744-1128. There's a new reality in planning for retirement, and Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows how to help you navigate it with success. You hear the arguments about Social Security, and many people are worried that they won't get out of it what they've paid into it. Al knows how to prepare you for that in case you don't get the benefits you expect. Your grandparents had pensions, but employers have shifted to making you responsible for retiring on your own. 
Al can help you strategize using securities like 401ks and IRAs as individual parts of your overall plan and advise you on making tough decisions like adjusting to your risk tolerance or making room for the things you want to do in retirement. Take control of this new reality and reach out to Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today for a free no-obligation consultation by going to klzradio.com money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. For a bunch of mortgage, Kurt Rogers will get a Monday mortgage update here in about a half an hour. In the meantime, if you need something from Kurt, call directly 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. All right, if you've thought of a remodel, you don't know what to do, where to start, how to start, what's it going to cost, what are the thoughts on how to do it, Premier can help you with all of those Premier Home Remodels. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels is fully transparent in every aspect of your home remodel. They take customer service to the next level with their online portal, offering you daily updates, progress photos, and even a calendar to track your remodel process. Their portal also allows you to access benchmarks for payments and presents the licenses of each tradesman on site, so you know you're always in safe and skilled hands. And they want you to share design ideas and photos that inspire you so every aspect of the plan is what you want. Premier maintains full transparency by professionally documenting project progress with before and after photos, so you are always up to date. You want a team that will always inform you every step of the way with your remodel. Contact Premier Home Remodels by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it very much. And normally my son Richard joins me, but he's got stuff that he's evidently got going on. When he calls, we'll get to him. I have another article that I want to talk about, which maybe ties into what's going on with Donald Trump and all of that. Maybe it's a little step away from that, but... I read an article over the weekend, and this was from, I don't know, one of the other radio stations in town, and it's just the title caught my eye. Another local business closed for good from corporate greed. 
So as I read through this, and, and I'll just read it because it's, it's out there, so there's no secrets here. Another corporate business bites the desk as we bid farewell to this once popular locally owned and ran business. The owner blames corporate greed as the reason. Now, I just full disclaimer, I don't know this business. I don't know the people, don't know the owners, don't know their background, don't know their political affiliation. Frankly, don't care. And I will explain why. Sadly, in recent years, we've said goodbye to so many awesome local mom-and-pop shops around Colorado. It's always a bummer to watch them slowly close down and fade away in and around our local neighborhoods. And by the way, yes, it is. It is sad to see some of them go away. Now, I will also tell you that, and I'll toot my own horn, if a lot of these businesses had a good coach and had them had, had helped them through some of these transitions and things that they're doing, because quite frankly, there's a lot of underqualified business owners out there that really don't understand how to run their business to make it as profitable as it should be. I'll just say straight up, if they had somebody helping them along the lines, they'd probably still be in business. This may be a story I have to come back to at a later time. But bottom line, is it corporate greed that closes these small businesses down? I think there's several factors. And no, I don't think it's corporate greed. I'll just say that straight up. Do big corporations play a part in what small businesses do? Absolutely. Can you still compete with big business being a small business? You absolutely can. Richard, joining us now. What's up, sir? Oh, not too much. It's uh, Monday, and I guess all of us non-government employees. We're working. We are. You know, I will say you. There's a lot of radio hosts that are off today, so too shady you. Uh, yeah, there usually is, and yes, we're usually here. And and again, you and you know of all. I take I take other time off at different times, and I don't do it based upon what the calendar does. I do it based upon what my needs are. Well, you know, as, as it should be. And that's exactly how it, yeah, and kind of goes back to our conversation about small business and what's going on there and corporate greed and so on. And, and you, Richard, really quick, you can kind of attest to this. Do, do big corporations have effect on small business? Absolutely, they do or they can. But also, Richard, you know as well as I that how small business responds to that corporate competition, if you would, which you can always compete with the big corporations, by the way. It's a matter of how you do it. Yeah, well, and again, big corporations, right? You know, they've got they've got locations, they've got speed, they've got things. You you sort of have to, you know, as a small business, you have to differentiate yourself from said large corporation, right? Correct. So maybe it's the customer experience, right? Maybe you know you can cater to someone's needs more. Maybe you you know it's hard to offer a better price usually, but you know the experience. So that, yeah, so you've got to then to your yeah to your point, you've got to offer a better experience then. Absolutely. Yeah, and in in today's day and age, it is harder to do that, right? Because a lot of people are looking for, and I'll admit, you know, a lot of times, like you know, go to Amazon first, right? You know, that's a big business, big corporation, sort of a situation. But at the same time, one thing that Amazon lacks, and as as easy and technologically advanced as they are, they are not great when it comes to actual, uh, you know, talking to a human, right? You get a lot of stuff done. That's right. Yeah, if you if you need advice other than looking at a review, good luck. You know, you and I we've experienced that even together trying to buy different things for whatever we're looking at and doing. And a lot of times you've got to read reviews and take your educated guess. And if you had the ability to buy that same item from somebody locally, you would. In a lot of cases, though, that doesn't exist because, frankly, Richard, I feel like a lot of mom and pops give up. Well, and, and I will say this, Dad, I, I totally agree. Well, and I think a lot of mom and pops are selling on the big box stores, right? They're selling on the Amazon. 
You know, I mean, Richard, and really quick for people listening, that would say, you don't know what you're talking about, John. Well, actually, I do. And when Richard, before Richard was even born, I've been in business my, you know, basically my whole adult life, and I owned retail stores, automotive retail stores. We sold aftermarket accessories, parts, and so on. And I had two locations, uh, finally, that we sold back in 2012. And Richard, even when you were very young, before the Internet existed, I still had to compete with those big box, quote-unquote, shops. Back then, it was called mail order. So you may not have had somebody down the street, but you had somebody across the country like J.C. Whitney that was mailing out catalogs to everybody that you still had to compete with. So, Richard, I definitely can tell people in that mom-and-pop world how you compete with those big conglomerates that are out there. And I guess ultimately where I'm at with this article I was reading is it's not corporate greed. It's the response to the corporate behemoth that you know shows up and how you handle that as a small business as to whether you survive and thrive or not. A hundred percent. And again, like you say, you know, there's there's not to say that, you know, the big guys have an advantage because they do. But there's, again, lots of advantages that a lot that, you know, small businesses have, too. And again, it's, it's sort of the situation of you, you, you've got to pick and choose your battles and you also have to pick and choose, you know, when you do things. And in, like we talked about, right, which things do you want to differentiate yourself from over the big box, you know, big box stores, big corporations. But at the same time, that's. We all we also use you know, even if you are one of those guys you probably do use that big box store to you know help you out in some cases and so you know a lot of people dad will cry well capitalism and these businesses get too big and so on and so forth well yes and no dad these businesses also buy up a lot of mom and pop shops that's true too that start something new and they create something that they think is really great and, and it really is in a lot of cases and then you know they make mom and pop. You're a gazillionaire, right? Yeah, no, yeah, you're no, you're exactly right. Those things happen. Okay, moving along. Before we get too far along and run out of time, Daytona 500 was supposed to be yesterday. Got rained out. Did it run today or not? Yeah, I was watching a little bit earlier. Looks like it was running. Um, and Dad, you know, it's you know, so the the other sporting event that was this week was the NBA All Star Game, and these are going to tie it together in this. Okay. Man, I, I remember when you and I, you know, obviously growing up, you know, used to watch NASCAR. You know, with, with would go over them, you would, would enjoy it. Now, you obviously never had a time to sit down for three hours and, and watch these cars run, but at the same time, you know, it, it seems like the interest was there. Maybe it was the stars, right? You know, at that time, you know, Earnhardt right. was still running, right. and then Dale Jr. stepped up, and then Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon and, you know, even the wall trips, you know, just lot, lots of different things. And I struggle with now because I, NASCAR seems to have really fallen behind to where they are that niche sport. Now, that's not to say that they struggle – to sell out the stadiums, right? Dad, you know, Daytona and Bristol, I mean, these are massive, massive arenas to watch, you know, these drivers, you know, go. And, and I think that people would actually be able to get into NASCAR. But, and by the way, I actually don't think it's a bad idea for them to run on the Monday after, you know, pre, you know after, you know, whatever it might be, you know, after the Super Bowl or whatever, or not, not after Super Bowl, I guess, at, on President's Day, right? It's, I don't know what I necessarily think that's a bad thing, but... You know, again, Dad, you're as car guy as, as I know how. You didn't even know that it had moved to today, did you? I saw it yesterday. I was gonna, I was actually getting ready to turn it on and watch it yesterday and then noticed right when I was turning it on that, oh, this thing's, I can't find it. It's not on. Then I looked up that, oh, it's because it's rained out and it ain't going to be on today. Well, and, and that's, and, and that's you know, for a casual fan, you know, or not even casual, but you know, for, even for someone who's looking to tune in, just, just interesting. I just feel like that, you know, the, the sort of the, uh, not the positivity, Dad, but the the view the viewership, just sort of the notoriety of NASCAR is kind of gone, which is unfortunate because you know you know I talked about it a little bit 
I think that they could improve it. You know, PGA's going, you know, golf's going through it. We'll see what happens with the NBA. I mean, their all-star game was, was pretty awful. They're getting ready to, to redo their TV contracts, and that's where obviously most of the money's at is, is the TV contracts. That's what makes, you know, what we talked about last week, right? It's what makes the NFL king with how they do everything because they sort of got the market cornered on sports rights. Um, and one other thing that I was going to bring up to you, too, is because is I know I think NASCAR, well, obviously they were on Fox. I don't know if they re-upped with Fox. I feel like they did something with Peacock. Have you seen them combining these services now? Did you see that the other day, That um, what, which is the ESPN, uh, Fox, and then one of the other, or two of the other ones are kind of coming together, HBO Max, and then one of the other ones are coming together. Does, I mean, are we going back from, you know, from cable and satellite to streaming to back to bundling, which isn't that what cable and satellite is? A great question. And as you and I have talked, and you think the other thing that NASCAR needs to look at is doing more of what NFL does, restructure the entire thing, come up with teams, certain salary caps, and what they can even spend on cars, kind of like what F1 does, and so on and so forth. Well, and part of it, Dad, is the natural structure to racing is this, is it, you know, especially NASCAR, right? It's oval tracks. You know, yes, they've got some road courses and such, but, you know, you've got guys going in circles, and it's hard to kind of keep the average person into that, but I feel like they've got to come up to track. You know, I'll just say the younger viewer, right? You know, the, the, the me's, the, you know, the, my, my kids, right, and, into kind of getting into racing and maybe even doing more events, different events, right, in different parts of the country. Um, and, I, and I know, obviously, you have to have places to hold those events, but I'm with you, Dad. I think they sort of have to change up, you know, how they do things and maybe maybe not be afraid to shake it up quite a bit. And I'll say this, get rid of this stinking restrictor plate. Yeah, and, yeah. Let them, let them race. Let them run the race. Do what they want to do exactly, 100%. Yes, let, let them run. And, and yep. know, again, for those that don't know, basically restrictor plates are just what they are, right? You know, they restrict how fast a car can go, right? That's right. That's right. It's exactly right. And, and then and get, get rid of that. Let these let these guys run. Let these teams run. And, Dad, I, I, you know NASCAR prides themselves on, you know, the small guy this, the small guy that. But ultimately, you're kind of what we were just talking about with big corporations and stuff. Obviously, it's the big ones, right? You've got Ford. You've got, you know, General Motors. And then you've got Toyota. Am I missing one? Because I don't does, – does Dodge – you know, does Ram – or not, not Ram. Does, does Dodge run anymore? I don't, I don't think they do. No, they pulled out two – I want to say, don't quote me, folks, because a lot of you are more into this than I am. But I think, Richard, they pulled out two seasons ago, I want to say. Well, and, and again, and I know a lot of your listeners are, are you know, going to comment, and, and honestly, we hope you do. I just don't know that. I will be 100% honest. Uh, it would not hurt them you know, to, to be like F1, right? Have three or four main teams, have them do well, have a salary cap, or, you know, in, or you know, let them you know, spend as much as they want to spend. You know, I don't know. I mean, again, Dad, I think that they've got to sort of reimagine the sport, or they're going to go to by the way, you know, by the wayside of you know what a niche sport is, which is kind of you know tuned in every once in a while and has a, has a pretty small base. So right, all right. I know we got a car review to do. You've got stuff going on. Let's see if we can't squeeze that in right now. So go ahead and uh, and I, and and I apologize. I don't know what you drove this past week, but we do these reviews each week. And for those of you listening to us on Saturday, thank you for listening to the review as well. But Richard, what have you driven lately? So that this is the twenty twenty four. Mazda CX90, and this is the PHEV, which is a mouthful to say that it is a plug-in. I 
and it's, they, they've, kind of, they've kind of come out with it, well, relatively recently. We've tried to get in this vehicle for, honestly, about six months or so, Dad, and unfortunately we just weren't able to make it work. Finally, we're in it. This car plugging in gets you about 20 to 25 miles of range. And so, obviously, we drove a car uh, a couple weeks ago that got a little bit more than that. And so this, Dad, will do maybe a little bit of your a little bit less than your average commute right for the average american just kind of depending on where you live they've got all sorts of different trim levels they've got a preferred a premium or the premium plus either way dad you can get this car and it and i would say dad it's a luxury suv although maybe it's not quite in the you know class of some of the others but you can get this car for under sixty thousand dollars the one that we're driving fifty eight thousand it's got a third row in it it's got captain's chairs heated and ventilated front seats, um, heated rear seats. It's got rear window shades. Um, like I said, it's kind of got that third row, the plug-in hybrid, technolo- you know, hybrid technology. I will say that one nice thing, you can plug this thing into a level two charger at home and you can charge it up within about four hours. So you can go from zero to 100% to give you that 25-mile range. And again, you know, in basically about four hours worth of time. This is all new for this year. It, there is no longer the Mazda CX-9, Dad, which is yours, one of yours and I's favorite vehicles, yeah. in, all, in all honesty, because we really, really enjoy that car and what Mazda did. And so this is kind of the first generation that they've kicked off as far as, far as this year goes. Um, I guess and, and as far as uh, any other apportionment goes, let me see here, Dad. Oh, after, after the EV portion, 323 horsepower, 369 pound-feet of torque, Dad. It's got the Sky Active um, eight-speed uh, transmission. As far as that, guys, and, and that, uh, you know, we don't like to you know, necessarily give specs the entire review because all of you can look it up. This car drives nice. One thing that I didn't really love, Dad, is the transition from the EV mode to the full combustion mode. If that mm. makes any sense, right? Just, to, it, it just wasn't as smooth as some other vehicles I've driven. Um, the 25-mile range isn't great. Is it doable? Absolutely. Um, you know, it, but if you're looking at other cars, they will get some some other of these plug-in hybrids will get further when it comes to the actual range. However, for a car under sixty thousand dollars, all the apportionments that this vehicle includes, and that driving this vehicle in the snow all week, I have yet to get down to a half a tank. Wow! So, do I think that this car could go every other week, depending on what your drive looks like? Absolutely. Even if. You've got the, and especially that, or I should say, especially if you've got the ability to charge while you're at work, then you could actually, you know, obviously drive to work in most cases and drive home and not really use much fuel. The kids can climb in and out of it easy. The doors are nice and big. Um, it's, it's got a really nice curb appeal to it. So I would definitely encourage folks to check it out. Again, 2024 Mazda CX90 PH. EV, which again, folks, is just a plug-in hybrid. Fuel economy, Dad, last thing, it says it's about 56 miles per gallon um, on the electric and then 25 miles per gallon on gasoline only. Not a bad deal. Just kind of want to point that out to folks. But if folks want to learn more, Dad, we encourage you, head to your local Mazda dealer, test drive it, put your family in it, because you're really going to need to do that in this car to see if it's going to work for you. And once you do that, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio and Rush to Reason sent you. Awesome. All right, Richard, I'll let you go. I know you got an appointment. I'll let you run early. Thanks.
Thanks. See you later. All right. Ridgeline Auto Brokers is next. A second location now to service you in Fort Collins. They will also take care of your vehicle on the maintenance and repair side as well. 303-442-4141 or RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. All right, and is your business fully protected when it comes to cybersecurity? If it is not, get with John the Cyber Guy today, and he'll help you with that. Cyberguy.net is the website to go to. John the Cyber Guy is keenly aware that there are bad people out there who want to steal your company's data and money. You hear about it all the time. A hacker steals sensitive customer information and demands a ransom before leaking it to the public or selling it on the dark web. Or a hacker enters a company's private network through an employee's home computer. The cost of ransomware and the associated loss of reputation from these attacks can cripple your business. John Kanata, the cyber guy, will protect your business and your customers from these bad actors. He and his team know the complex and ever-changing world of cybersecurity. They'll monitor your systems and protect your business from security threats around the clock. And they can do it at a price that works with your small business budget. Wondering if your business is vulnerable to the latest threats? Talk to John the Cyber Guy today to find out what they can do to properly protect your business. Go to klzradio.com slash cyber or call 720-593-6688. All right, Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. If you've got a question on your furnace, a noise, a smell, or you're just looking to do an upgrade, give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Cub Creek Heating and AC membership is the key to being ready for the next wave of freezing temps. You're busy 24-7, and it's tough to keep up with regular maintenance on your furnace. Cub Creek membership will take that off your plate so you don't have to worry about changing filters or inspecting electronics. Being a member also means that if something does go wrong, you've got priority service with them, which is hugely important during cold snaps when calls and wait times increase. Cub Creek keeps track of warranties, recalls, and manufacturer best practices so you don't have to, adding years of life to your system and preventing costly accidents. If you do need service, you'll also enjoy discounts and other perks that will pay for themselves if you experience problems. 
Annual memberships start as low as $20 per month billed annually. So become a member today at klzradio.com slash HVAC and call Ream Pro Partners Cub Creek Heating and AC today. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Greg with Open Range Services said, With all the things I have to worry about in a day, it's nice not to have to worry about this complex beast of a machine outside my office. BES has done a great job of maintaining it for us, and we use the heck out of it. I have had some not-so-fun experiences with office machine maintenance companies in the past. Thanks for giving me one less thing to worry about. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with the equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Jumping back, as I was talking to Richard, and just want to make sure that I follow up on this whole corporate greed and this is an article out coming out of Longmont, Colorado. And essentially this owner, I guess, I don't know these individuals is claiming that because of the law change in Colorado and the fact that grocery stores and big box stores essentially can now sell liquor and I don't know the exact rules. I don't follow that. I'm sorry. I guess I should have looked that up. But, Charlie, do you know what the rules are now? I don't follow any of that, so I don't really pay any attention. Yeah, not, Charlie doesn't. I'm sorry. I don't know. that. Well, This particular owner, though, is claiming that because of a Costco that went in near this particular liquor store, that because of that, it drastically reduced their sales at their liquor store. And I don't know if it's a his or her. I, I didn't pull that out of it. He calls it the price club. Now, again, as I talked to Richard a moment ago, and while I have sympathy for businesses that close, believe me, I do. I never want to see a small business close. And it's one of the things as a coach I work on constantly and sometimes will even bring on a client that is on the verge of closing to try to resuscitate that business so they don't have to close. I, I never want to see a business close. I am all for small business, even over the big box guys. But I also know that you as a small business can compete with the big box because I also know that in a lot of cases, the big box store, in this case, a liquor store, which I always have to wonder, how does a liquor store go to business, period? I'm sorry. That, that one, I just I can't wrap my head around. You have enough ability to carry and do things as a liquor store that the big box guys can't do, even the service level, the knowledge level. You know, somebody comes in and asks a particular question about a particular type of, of liquor, wine, alcohol, whatever. I mean, you've got people on staff or should have people on staff. And no, I'm not the guy to answer that. But you have people on staff that have the ability to answer all of those questions more so than, than the other guys. And an example of that. And some of you know some of these places around town, but there's a, there's a large liquor store over kind of in my area, Applejack. They've been there for years. They advertise for years and years and years. And by the way, there's a, there's a Costco not that far from them. But I will tell you what, Applejack's does a great business. And you, you go over to that parking lot and there's people coming in and out of it at all hours of the day. So somehow they've figured out how to compete with the big box guys. So I'm trying to figure out why can't 
a business in Longmont compete. So this whole article just, to me, just stinks of somebody accusing something else of something that they might very well have been able to fix on their own if they'd done so. And, and it's, again, it's not that I'm for the big business. I'm for all business, especially little. But I, I will not accept the woe is me, the guy went in down the street and put me out of business. No, what that means is you didn't adjust your business correctly to compete with the big guy because you can, and a lot of businesses do on a daily basis, compete with those big conglomerates because you can do things in your business and even make changes faster to inventory and so on than they can. You actually have a better opportunity to compete in the marketplace than they do. So if you went out of business, that's on you, not them, and don't blame it on corporate greed. That's a bunch of nonsense. So in this particular case, this liquor store over in Longmont, I have a problem with that because don't go to the press whining and complaining that you went out of business because of corporate greed. That's on you. What did you not do as a business to stay in business? And don't be blaming that on the big box store. I'll like you, I'll leave my rant at that, but uh, this particular case. And yes, the business I can say because it's in this particular article, Three Rivers Wine and Spirits. If you can't compete, that's on you, not on anyone else. Level Engineering, speaking of small businesses and what they can do for you, Alan Davis, who is also a small business, would love to help you with making a decision on solar. He'll give you the ins and outs and whether it's the right deal for you or not. Call him today. Find him at klzradio.com. Alan Davis with Level Engineering knows that the power company is not your friend, that they don't have your best interests at heart. Aside from getting your power back on during an outage, they do three ugly things. First, they installed a smart meter on your home to charge you surge fees up to 300% during peak times. Next, they use some of your money to lobby public utility commissions to increase your bill. The power company tries to squeeze money out of you everywhere they can. But Alan Davis has the answer for you. Solar power will allow you to produce your own energy and get the power company out of your wallet. Call Alan Davis of Level Engineering to rid you and your family of the greedy power company and take a major step towards energy independence. You just need to reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com solar for a free, no obligation consultation. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, welcome back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Two hours today have flown by. Thank you so much, by the way, for joining us today, President's Day. A lot of you may have the day off, and if you're still listening to us, we appreciate that greatly as well. I'm getting all kinds of text messages, so you must all be listening, and I have a few phone calls today as well. Hour number three is coming up next. I do have a special guest joining us after our Monday Mortgage Minute. Stephen Greenhut's going to join us. He's going to talk about homelessness. We'll be right back. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.